Welcome back to Insurance Happy Hour. I'm Becky. And Laird's got a mouthful of Fritos. <laughs> These things lasted a week. <laughs> it's amazing. Took all three bags, but... Yeah. <laughs> I had I came in and stole one of the bags mm-hmm. earlier this week. You had left. And I was like, I want some Fritos. And I just walked in and took it. And Scott <laughs> looked at me like, what are you doing over there? I'm like, it's, half of it's mine. Fine. <laughs> And I'm Laird. <laughs> <laughs> Laird missed lunch. <laughs> Almost done. Yep. See, this only works if you talk too. Mm, I see. Yeah. All right. What do you got today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done eating. So, uh, you. Oh crap! I mean, like when I ask, "What do you got today? What what kind of topic?" She walks in, no laptop, no notes, no nothing. And the she starts out, "You, <laughs> you, you um tweeted this week a I, little bit." I, I went on a tweet storm, I think, and I, I don't know why there was no specific reason. You you were just in one of those moods, I think, uh, where you were. <laughs> You were channeling some some snark for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I yes. I, I was not, uh, and I don't think I've tweeted since. Like, I, I think I got my. I think you did like ten in like two hours, and everyone's yeah. like, "What the hell?" There's <laughs> a a tweet quota that's yeah. out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, some people tweet more, some people tweet less, and oh. that many from you in a short period of time is unusual and also I, I replied a lot you did I, I was replying to people which is also kind of rare and i'm not a, I, I i'm not a novice when it comes to twitter yeah uh, I'm, I'm i'm almost almost at ten thousand tweets so <laughs> i i know i know mrs like thirty five thousand tweets or something like that i don't remember i have lost count but uh yeah i um uh, uh i replied but one of the funnier parts about this, and I don't know if she listens, but um, Olivia and I were having a, a standoff. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've been in one of those with you before. Yeah, well, that that I was not going to follow her. She was not going to follow you exactly, <laughs> and, and so it was just this standoff. And I, I was like, you know what, this, this is fine. I'm I'm willing I'm willing to wait this one out. And then we did the uh, this is the way. Yeah. On her, right? Yeah, we profiled her in our, our series of um, interviews, yeah. Yeah, if, if any listener would like to be a part of that, definitely reach out. It's always yeah. good to have that. But uh, Becky L. Schroeder on Twitter. <sighs> yes, yes. <laughs> Just um, giving them instructions on where they can reach And, and she, she said something that was near and dear to my heart, that uh, music drives her day. And yep. my, I, you, you hear me. I mean, I'm always <laughs> rocking out. I always have music on. Unless you're in a meeting. I've, I've listened to music during a meeting before. <laughs> I figured out with my office setup, both here and at home, that uh, I can actually listen to music quietly at one speaker while use another speaker for the um, meeting sounds. for the meeting sounds. And then if I'm on mute, I, I can listen to music. So I literally do listen to music during meetings. <laughs> if you're not talking. 
Correct. Well, I've also I've uh, I put in headphones before while while listening to a meeting, and people just think that I'm using the headphones for the meeting. And no, I'm, <laughs> using, listen to music. I'm listening to music. What if you miss something though, Laird? What did you just say? What if you miss something? Oh, you're such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Damn it. Oh man, it's so funny. I've I've started even calling out people. First of all. <clears throat> I've always had that ability to be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is replay the last 30 seconds. Like I, I, I could, I, I did this in, in high school. I was, I was notorious for it in high school and, and people knew that I was doing it. And even teachers knew that I was doing it, but they could never call me out on it. So, I mean, I'd be like, uh, I know this is radio, so people can't see what I'm doing. But um, they would just, you know, I'd be like, you know, hand on my falling asleep or something like that, Mister Rixford, and I'd be like, yeah, the the logarithmic uh, curve would uh, would apply here, you know, and and you'd see the teacher go, okay, he's right, <laughs> <laughs> and and the thing is, is that like people. People that don't know me would think that I'm being very mindful of my answer. Like yeah. I'm thinking, God, if you know me, you know that the answer is coming out before you finish the question. And what I'm doing is I'm actually just replaying in my head what I heard. <clears throat> and I, I can do that fairly well. So I rarely have a problem where uh, my ADD is fully functional and I'm paying attention to multiple things and then I miss something and I have to say, could you repeat that? But I love calling people out on zoom calls and, and teams calls where it's like, you weren't paying attention. Were you <laughs> <laughs> like, are they trying to multitask and check? Oh yeah. But like- they're checking emails and all of that type of stuff. And you know, people here at the office, they absolutely know that I'm, yeah, I, like when I'm done with the conversation. Oh yeah, because yeah. your your focus, like your eyes, go back to your monitor. Like I could be sitting across from you on your desk talking to you about something, and you're looking at me, and we're we're going back and forth. And as soon as you're done, you look at your, your monitor. I'm like, well, that's the end of that conversation. And, and, and I feel bad because it's it's rude as hell. I mean, that's that's I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mince words is that it's rude but there are some weird things and idiosyncrasies idiosyncrasies that uh, people have and this is one of mine and i i try so hard like i have caught myself doing it you're like halfway out the door i was like wait a minute wait wait wait, 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 wait. come back and you know, let's continue talking <laughs> i wasn't done uh, i had three other things come back i'm sorry and i mean that's why i uh, windows key l and it uh, locks the computer, so I stop looking. Yes. Yeah. Until but then, your phone starts buzzing. Then your phone starts buzzing. <laughs> you get the pop-up notifications on your screen, and your phone starts ringing. It was like, all right, I got to go. Yes. So, yeah, I was uh, um, tweeting profusely. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm sweating profusely right now. <laughs> Again, it's not hot over there. Like, it feels nice and comfy over here. Over here, I feel like I'm baking. Because the vent is aimed at your desk? What is There's it? There's a vent right above us. Oh. Yeah. What? <clears throat> so, yeah. Oh. But, yeah, what, what, there, there was a lot. I, I was tweeting early in the morning, uh, <laughs> late at night. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, okay, so there were a couple okay. that, that really piqued my interest oh I, I know one of them which one uh the one where i like i have thoughts on this thread oh that was one of them yeah yeah but before that there was okay. another one all right start with that one uh, uh or maybe it was after i forget but uh 
the one where you talked about something you're really good at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> really good at. Yeah. <sighs> talking to those uh, state troopers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should get a ticker tape parade. I love, I love that. Like, I'm sitting there going, I'm driving after I got pulled over twice, and um, I, I'm, I'm sitting there driving. I was like, I got to tweet about this, and I'm like coming up with what I'm going to say, and I'm like sitting there, and I'm driving, and I'm like, you know what? I could tweet this right now. I'm like, you're driving, Laird, and I was driving the Mercedes, so it can drive itself, and I was like, no, you're driving, Laird. I got home, I, I, I lay down a perfect tweet. Send. <laughs> So you didn't get one. You got two tickets. I, I got no. In the same trip? I got I got one ticket. You got one ticket. Yes. Was the other one a warning? Yes. Oh, they were they were you know impressed with your unusual charm. Yeah. No. <laughs> one one was uh hey, this is your uh you know, it, it was more of a uh, friendly warning about uh the fact that my car doesn't have a front license plate. Mm. And then the second one was a little bit more about my uh, extraordinary uh, speed. Um, and therefore uh, it, uh, you know, that, that snowballed to, uh, you know, no front license plate. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I, <clears throat> I have, you get a warning on one of them because every time I've ever talked to a state trooper has ended in, a piece of paper. Well, there was it, it was it was one of those pullovers that you know he was going one way, I was going the other he way. He flipped around the kitchen, <laughs> and and the thing is, is that I wasn't speeding, but the car I guess looks fast, but I was not speeding. I actually I actually was driving on autopilot at that point. Yeah, um, and it was stuck on the speed limit because it detects the speed limits, it reads the signs, and it will slow down, and. I'm like, I was on complete autopilot. So on that one, I, I knew I wasn't speeding. And he literally walked up to the door and he was like, uh, yes, I pulled you over for speed, uh, no front license plate. <laughs> like, you probably get a lot of speeders, don't you? <laughs> and, uh, you know, he goes, yeah, you got to find a way to get that, that front license plate on your, on your car, you know? And he goes, I had the same problem with uh, with my Mustang. And I'm like, yes, car guys have a problem with that, don't we? And he goes, yo. He goes, yeah. Because it, it destroys the cool lines of your car. You know, the butt of your car is fine to have a license plate. Having a license plate on the front is just ugly. So, um, But then, yeah, the... the the, the the 93 and a 70 was uh not <laughs> not so sure didn't apply didn't apply to um and i've been pulled over a lot yeah like i've you know i get pulled over a couple times a year i i know it i've always said i'm an aggressive driver that's why i never want my car uh being reporting my speed and ubi and all that because my insurance will go up but I haven't had an accident. Like my last at fault accident was, I was 18 years old. So I haven't had an at fault accident in a very long time. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm an aggressive driver. I, I, I get it. And, uh, I, I think the actual number of times I've been pulled over is, is North of 75 now. So. Dang. Yep. Good lawyer. <laughs> Dang. That's a lot. A lot. Same. I've used the same lawyer since I was twenty. So 
<laughs> it's it, and it's just like Mr. Rixford. Yes, sir. <laughs> Where now? <laughs> hey, I, 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 and I know speed kills and and all of that type of stuff, but I true I truly feel that uh, cars can easily handle that, and especially when it's late at night. And I was on one of my brain drives because mm-hmm. I go I go on drives whenever I just need to clear my brain. Uh, do the same thing with flying drink. Um, but it's because of that. Yeah. Clear the mind. And I was clearing my mind and I, my right foot got a little heavier as I drove. Yeah. 75 times. I'm stuck on this. Like, holy shit. I, yes. You've been driving what, like 20, Almost just, 30 years? Just short of 30 years, yeah. I started driving when I was 15. Like, I, I had a license when I turned 15, just because hardship. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know anybody else has many tickets as I do, so. <laughs> or pullovers. And, you know, there, there's a lot of, you know, there, there's a lot of talk about, um, you know, police uh, harassment and mm-hmm. all of that type of stuff. And I have absolutely been harassed. Uh, you know, my car searched, you know, every nook and cranny in my car. I've had five, six, six full car searches. And I, you know, me, I'm, I'm like a, like a saint, you know, I've never done drugs. I'm, I'm like this super duper saint. And, uh, so it just, I've had the full car searches. I've been arrested. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Oh, that's good times. So that brings up your your next one. Oh, so this is an episode of my my <laughs> my single date of tweets. <laughs> uh, you know, you know that 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 rubbed me the wrong way because there there's a lot of good parties on that tweet. It was a tweet. Someone says, "Hey, this is the best technology to use X, Y, and Z." And yeah, that's not what it was. What was it? It was cover wallet for agents added commercial auto. Oh, I thought it was another one. Whereas this listing of all the different management systems, uh, are no. uh, all the different technology. Did you retweet the wrong one? No, no. I, I tweeted, what was the cover wallet one? That's what it, that's what the tweet was. It was cover wallet uh, for agents was launching commercial non trucking auto. Oh, 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 yeah. But if you looked at the entire, if you actually looked at all the replies, that's what I was talking about. Okay. Because it was like, if you want this, then use this platform. If you want that, use that platform. If you want this. And it went through, it, it was just a couple people going back and forth with all these technologies. And I'm like, you know, really, agencies should use the best technology for what they need to do. And not just because it's a new hot technology. Mm. May, I mean, there's a reason that and we're a competitor of Vertifor and Applied. And easy links and everybody else, right? <clears throat> There's a reason that people use those platforms. It meets their needs or it should. And if it doesn't, they should move on. Yeah. But there's, there are specific things in each of those platforms that I know no other platform does. And if an agency relies on that specific item, they got to use that, that platform. Yeah. And just because something is new and hot doesn't make it the right platform for you. And that, that's all I'm saying because I've had the new platform on the block before. I, I've been there. And you have to crawl, claw your way out of the hole. It's, it's shiny object syndrome. I mean, I think I, I don't think that's something that agents alone have. Like, you know, you hear about some new 
marketing strategy, some new idea, and you're like, ooh, I want to try that. Yeah. When you, you And you do it half-baked, and it doesn't have any results, and you're like, oh, it's worthless. Well, you just chased it because it was the newest thing to do. Correct. And that's why you should take a much more consultative and understanding approach whenever you're buying anything, is really analyze everything about it and why it's different and what you are going to get out of it. Well, before you even look at something new, you got to look understand fully – how you're using what you currently have, and and by the and way, where where it's falling short, if it's falling short, and and by the way, I, I this this is a major bug of mine, and, and I hit on you internally and our staff internally on this, is that we should I I really hate it when we lose a customer because they're going to a competitor for a feature that we've had for ten years. Yeah, that bugs me, and I really it it bugs me not. Of just from ITC, I don't like it when it happens ITC, but I actually, it bugs me in life that consumers, again, get that shiny object syndrome and then they, that's a SOS, shiny object syndrome. Sorry. <laughs> that's interesting. So um, they get the, that, that, that in their mindset and then they get fixated and then they, they move on and they're like, well, I went over there and it doesn't do half the stuff that I needed to do. It's not performing the way I want it to perform. And that's, it, you know, it, and that's detrimental to you as a business and all that. So what you need to do is a, you should always reach out to your vendors, your clients, your customer, wh- whatever, you know, direction this is. And you should be asking, uh, does our product meet your needs? Or if it's coming the other way is, does your product that you offer me do X, Y, and Z? Because if not, I'm going to look elsewhere because maybe it's on a roadmap. Maybe it's something planning. Maybe it's something that was launched seven years ago. That's the one that bugs me. It's like, Oh yeah, we're the first one in the industry to ever do that. And, uh, yes, we do it. Oh, well, I've already switched. Okay. But then, but then that's an exercise if you're not doing a good job. Uh, internally you're, you're not well you're not marketing yourself yes um but that 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 is why it's an important exercise to start before you start evaluating new solutions or additional solutions what am i currently using and how is it working for me you know if if you want more functionality or different functionality is that possible like you said mm-hmm. or not and then if it's not if it is and and you're happy with that provider, then move up a plan or add on that additional module or service or product, whatever it is. But but if if it's not possible, then okay, well, do do I need to completely switch the system to a different vendor that has that, or can I have another add on to what I'm currently using because I like what I'm currently using and just mm-hmm. is missing this one thing? Yeah, and I. I look at uh, some of the innovation that's out there and really it's, it's not innovation. It's just looking at, you know, ways of doing things differently. And I think that that's cool. It's like not just true innovation. It's, it's just one offs and maybe you don't have to make this whole transformative change. And I, I know I'm sitting there saying that if you're using some system that's competitive with ITC, you shouldn't switch, <laughs> you know, you should, you should stick it out with that vendor. No, I'm not. You know, I know that I'm cutting my nose off to spite my face on this part, whole thing, but in the end, I, I think that it is best that we help agents 
achieve greatness and allow them to be great and not worry about selling. It's, it's not about profit. It's, it's about doing something that matters. Well, I think, I think there's also this conception with, with some people in the industry that, you know, they have this system that they've used for 20, 30 years and they don't want to switch because it's, it's still fine, but that system may or may not have been upgraded over the years with new technology and, you know, the, the current technology to do the things it needs to do in 2020 versus what it did in 1990. And it's okay and actually expected that over time your needs change. Yeah. And what you need out of your technology changes. And when that happens, it's time to switch. Yep. I'm completely right. So. You know, speaking of um, data, big event this week with uh, millions. Yeah, I know. Um, and that is terrifying. Uh, yeah, I, like I, I, I knew you were going to bring it up. I, I knew we were going to talk about it, and I didn't want to. I'm, and and it's not a, it's not a problem that that talk about I, it's but, it's but, almost like I don't want to talk about it because it is so it's it's inviting. And, and frankly, it scares the living piss out of me. And yeah, I know it's terrifying. It, it's it's terrifying. And like people ask me, like, what keeps me up at night? That 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 is it. And you know, a data breach is you can only secure your network so much. The best way that you can secure your network to not be accessible remotely is unplug the power and unplug the network completely turned off is one of the best ways to keep your, your network secure. Other than that, you're just doing mitigation efforts. You're trying to mitigate the risk. You're, you're the little girl putting her fingers in the dam, trying to keep the holes from correct. And, and the thing is, is that when you're working on this side, one of your other vendors, your, your firewall vendor, your switch vendor, your Wi-Fi vendor, any one of them, any one of them any has, one of them. has a, has a zero day attack and your data is toast. And this is, this is not, this is anybody in this industry. Correct. Carriers, uh, agents, vendors, vendors yeah. like this, this could happen to anybody, anybody. Yeah. And it's not. Not ever something that I I ever want to be like. Oh well, good for us because it's not good for us. Yeah, no, that's that. You know, there there's been a, a couple incidences um, across the industry over the past couple of years, and I'm always reaching out to those those CEOs and the vendors and all of that. And I, I say, listen, you'll get through this. This is a this is event. It happened, you know, but it's how you react to it. And I'm actually surprised of the, the two other events that I specifically remember, there was very little customer loss for those vendors. Um, That's amazing. It is. And, you know, because of the level, the, the service that you need to do, but there has to be some really serious questions after the fact of what are you doing to prevent this from happening in the future? And, you know, sometimes it's third parties that, that allowed it to happen. Um, all of that. I, I have a pretty good idea of how this happened uh, with with them with Vertifor. We can just say it. It it's, is Vertifor. It's public. It's, it's public. It's news. well public news at this point. <laughs> I mean, 
Uh, we, we have a, we have an alerting service that tells us anytime like competitors have news or, or articles. As well as our own. Like if oh, we yeah. get mentioned to something, I, yeah. we get alerts on it. Yeah. But yeah, I've gotten a couple. <laughs> In fact, it, it, it sends a roll up. It says, listen, you know, this is trending. This, this term is trending. <laughs> there's, there's significantly more instances of these mentions right now. Yeah. Yeah. But. No, I mean to all our friends at Word for it's, you know, we're we're sympathizing with you right now. Yeah, it, it's 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 a tough spot, and they did the right thing. They did a forensic review. They found out the impact. Uh, they found out if there's true PII, um, which in this case there was, because there was names and driver's license, and date of birth. Yeah. And, you know, I, I look at like, I know California is a real stickler. Like they think address is your, is PII. Oh, at this point, I think addresses are no longer PII. I mean, it's pretty public information, especially if you are a homeowner. Correct. Rent less, but. Correct. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm talking like email address. No. Zip code. No. Phone number. No. You know, even if it's tied to a, uh, a name, I'm like, it's. Okay. I, I don't, I, I just think that all of our data is now out there at this time. I mean, I had those, um, you know, uh, remember I had a, uh, identity theft. Someone stole my identity. Yeah. Um, just yesterday, coincidentally, um, the state of Texas finally reached out to ITC to confirm that I was employed during that time because of the, yeah. because of the wage, the, the wages and, um, cause they were paying unemployment and we're like, well, when did the unemployment claim go in? Because I was like, maybe it happened again, June. I'm like, whoa, 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 I reported it as fraud in June. I actually found it early. They were just, just yesterday getting to it, getting to verify their payment. They're not even down to my fraud record. <laughs> and so, <clears throat> oh, they're so backlogged. I, I know it's, they're they're completely backlogged, and they've already paid out like a three thousand three thousand dollars to to this party, and. You know, um, my, my, my dad, he had his identity stolen and, and they got a credit card under his name and, um, you know, they bought <clears throat> stuff from a grocery store and they bought some food from Chick-fil-A before it was cut off. And you know what? I feel pretty okay about that. Like, okay. I'm like, if you need to buy food or something like that, you know, I, I can kind of understand this, but just flat out, like, you know, if it, if it was buying like TVs at Best Buy, Oh yeah, I, I would have a problem. Mm. Um, but yeah, they uh, they they've they've fraudulently collected three thousand dollars at this point. Wow! But they cut it off now. Now, <laughs> because oh, that that's rich. Oh yeah, they were really trying to get rich. They tried to take out an SBA loan <laughs> oh, no. and under my name, and I'm like, no. And I froze my credit. Like I I recommend highly that everybody just freezes their credit, just calls it a day. Everyone just stop. Yeah, just 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 stop buying shit. Just stop. We don't you don't need it. You don't need to go on credit. You can unfreeze it whenever you need to buy that house. You can unfreeze it if your car needs to be replaced. But just freeze your credit. I it is worth every dime. If it costs you anything, freeze your credit. Interesting. I would and then what you do is if you ever have fraudulent claim against your credit, freeze it for the full seven years. Just freeze it. I'm I'm adamant about this. I don't even know where to do that. How do you freeze your credit? 
You go to each you go to trans to each of the yeah, bureaus, Equifax, TransUnion, and they all have their own different ways. Mm-hmm. And um, I highly recommend that you use uh, some kind of uh, like password one or some kind of password manager because um, there is uh, verification information. And what I would do is I would use information that is not your information that you use anywhere else. Mm. And if you know. Your uh, best friend's name is Joel. You know, I, I would not say the answer to what's your best friend's name is Joel. I would probably say something like Dictator Anderson. By the way, that is not my answer. So and it is not Joel. Um, so because actually I, I use someone who is not even my friend. It's, it's my way of actually knowing is that this person I don't like at all. And I use their name as my best friend. So, so go figure that one out, bucko. Listen to my podcast and like, ooh, we're going to get some personal information. <laughs> Just waiting for him to say his date of birth. Yeah. <laughs> his mother's main name. Uh, but they need to get his pa- first pet. They, yeah, they need to get past all this. Thumper. Thumper's my first pet. Was it a bunny? No, it was a dog. Okay. It was a dog because I watched Bambi. <laughs> You named your dog Thumper. <laughs> and my next dog was named Annie after Annie. Uh, oh, the, 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 the redheaded play. orphan. Yeah. 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 So Annie. Yeah. And then, then I got really creative. I just named all my animals red and blue and yellow. <laughs> and I just started naming my animals by their, their collar color when I b- pick them up. That's funny. I just, lazy. <laughs> Come here, red. <laughs> Well, whenever you got nothing but black cats, you, and it's hard to tell them apart, you know, the collar helps. Well, yeah. Until the collars get flipped at some point. Well, their personalities changed after they went to the vet. Mm, I think their collars got changed. <laughs> that also happened. Oh, no. The vet took their collars off, put them on the wrong. They were identical twins. And the, the vets took the collars off, and it was like, uh... Your personality changed completely overnight. <laughs> you you now sleep where that other one used to sleep. I'm like, okay, we gotta fix this one. <laughs> I don't think you are who you say you are. <laughs> you lie. I need to see some identification. You lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you stole my shtick. Oh, jeez, I'm sorry. I'm going back to Twitter. <laughs> But this is one of those rabbit trails that we're we start talking about vertifor, then we're going to talk about my stuff, and then we're going to talk about my animals. I mean, th- welcome to the ride. Um, <laughs> and, up. All right, so your shtick, you know what? That one bugged me, and I knew it was your shtick. And normally I wouldn't steal your shtick, <laughs> and I wasn't really stealing your shtick because this is someone who knows me. I mean, I didn't really care, but I also just wanted to call you out on it. Someone knows me. is like, hi, agent. Okay. Maybe. Maybe just token replacement laziness. How are things today at insurance? Oh, Jesus. Why do we always – like, I get that all the time. We're we're on some list where it got truncated, and ITC is not Insurance Technologies Corporation. It's just insurance. It's just insurance. Yeah. Like – what the hell? <laughs> no, we're not. You know, I work at insurance. I should update LinkedIn. I work at insurance. <laughs> I mean, I, I sent you. I, I gave you that letter of the guy in the mail. It was like, um, 
everybody is wanting services from insurance. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, huh? Like I'm like, Reno, like everybody in California wants the services of insurance. And I'm like, well, I guess they do. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're, why you're telling me this. I mean, thank you. Nope. I appreciate nope. your effort. Not at all. And then the the other one that I've, I've been getting recently is, how are things at GetITC? <laughs> nope. That's not the I, company I, name either. I, again, I, I think that there's a list because actually that that's used by spammers as well. Um, there's just a list out there that yeah. that had that has our information, and that's why I I don't feel that emails are um, protected information anymore because they're all out there. Mm. They really are. Like I um, so after all the credit stuff, I would say every month. In fact, every month. I was going to say every other month, but it's every other month for each of my email addresses. But every month I get a notice that uh, my email address was again found on the dark web. Uh, it could be my work one, my personal one, my old work ones, all of those. They're, they're all out there. All of them are now out there. So it's just like, okay, well, never mind. Yeah. It's not protected information, really. It, no. And like, I, I would really argue, I don't, I'm not sure that uh, social security number is or your driver's license is ever any more protected info. Now, I mean, the argument would be that, yes, your mother's maiden name, your date of birth, your driver's license, your social security number, they're, they're all technically protected info. But I would assure you for the vast majority of people out there, it's out there. Mm. And that's, that's where I was going to go with that whole thing is that it should be much more, we should, the credit bureaus and uh, the unemployment and anybody in government should find and in elections should find better ways to verify. If I can get verified six ways from Sunday on getting into my bank account and all of them are nice and secure, then why can't I do that with whenever I, someone tries to do unemployment claim? Why, what, you know, where's two factor authentication in uh, uh, unemployment? You should run for office Laird. <laughs> and that's another one of my <laughs> tweets is that, <laughs> Anybody that's smart enough to run in office is smart enough not to run in office. <laughs> so what you're saying is... Yes, I am saying exactly that. I'm saying that people that uh, are focused on power instead of making a true difference, they're the ones that run for office. And their, their only goal is to remain in power. I mean, if you want to make sure that everybody's really trying to do that... Put term limits on Congress. Yeah. Do that, you're done. It, it, you will transform things. People will go in there and they'll say, listen, I have 10 years to make a difference. I'm not talking four years. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm talking like, let's give like a good four, you know, 10 to 15 years. Let's really give it the max, you know? But after you, you say, listen, I'm going to spend my time to make this a difference, make this difference. Yeah. Would love to see that. So what do you think, dear listeners? It's 35 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> Talked about absolutely nothing. What do you what do you think about these episodes where we talk about nothing? <laughs> Maybe this is how the writers at Seinfeld worked. They just <laughs> they just sat in a room and riffed. And then finally an idea came out. Possibly. Maybe. It's a show by nothing. 
Yep. <laughs> so what would we turn our podcast into? Wait, wait, wait. There was another tweet this week. Oh, there was another one. Yeah. What did I, which one did I miss? The, the, the one where we were oh, – oh, you told me last week's episode uh, that uh, we were uh, – Top uh, insure tech uh, <laughs> innovator <laughs> podcast. Yeah, if you missed if you missed the uh, final moments of last week's insurance happy hour, uh, insurance happy hour was named to a list of one of the best podcasts for insurance industry innovators. Yeah, that was cool. It was cool. Yeah, I had no idea until our, until my alert popped. Our our, our <laughs> yeah. Our, our our listener count increased by one. By one? Yeah. I started listening. Oh. Well. <laughs> Is that because you're an insurance industry innovator? And now that now that yeah, you got I, on that I, list, it's okay for you to listen? I, I now need to I now need to see what this show's all about. <laughs> <laughs> well when you figure it out, let me know. All right. Well, um also if you haven't subscribed, you should. Because these are only going to get worse. <laughs> Come on, let's just let's just call it like it is. These are only going to get worse. We have high expectations. Yeah, whatever. Whenever we, you know, this. I, I'm I'm looking forward to a day. Whatever, like you know, fifteen twenty years from now, we're both out of the insurance industry, and this turns into just a you know. What do we call it? Then? Open mic happy hour. <laughs> open mic happy hour. <laughs> I, and you know, if I wasn't such a uh, a sound snob and need to have all this this setup, you know, to make sure that this sounds good, because I do hate the whenever we sound like crap. But I would love to take this on the road and like actually like go sit in a bar, have the levels right, so we can just go, you know, yeah, just go, yeah. We've talked about doing that for many years now. I know. And, and you know, we've had a, a couple road ones, and it's really cool to hear the background noise. Yeah. Uh, not people yelling in the office next door. <laughs> All right. Well, you should make sure that you subscribe in your favorite podcast app. If you want. Yeah. And if you uh, have anything you'd like us to talk about, hit us up on Twitter. How many people are in the insurance society thingy? We we still haven't formalized uh, the first meeting, yeah, <laughs> or or the induction ceremony. <laughs> what our charter might be like, you know, there's there's things we might need to, to nail down a little bit more. All right, we'll we'll continue to work on that, peeps. All right, Peggy, it's been a uh, great episode, and as always, thanks for listening. I don't think we're going to have a bump today.
No bump? All right, we're not going to have one, are you sure? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure. There, no, there's no, no, no material there for it? Nope. None whatsoever. <laughs> Nothing's here. Nothing here. Keep moving along. <laughs>